0: Welcome to M- Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Diane Martin Liebert, and I'd like to introduce the candidates for District Number 5, Angelito Tenorio yes. and Haley Young. Each candidate will have three minutes for, uh, to answer the initial question, which will serve as an opening statement, and then two minutes to answer uh, the questions after that. And we're going to start with Haley. Uh, What educational, vocational, or civic experience do you have which qualifies you for this office, and why are you running for the Dane County Board?
1: I graduated from UW-Madison in 2011 with a degree in political science, international studies, and a certificate in gender and women's studies. Uh, before I graduated this May, I spent all four years on campus working to educate and engage my fellow students. And I've participated in some way or another in every single election that I've been able to, whether it was registering students to vote, um, making sure that you know students were aware that they needed voter ID, or making sure that people were aware of different issues that were going on on campus. Additionally, uh, this past year, I had the opportunity to complete Emerge Wisconsin's Candidate Training Program, which is a candidate training program focused on training the next generation of progressive women leaders, which really brings me uh, to why I'm running. During my senior year, I really sat back and thought about all of the work that I'd done on campus, whether it was registering students to vote, or setting up a women's health panel, all of the work that I did was about making change at the margins. And when I looked at all of the things that I'd been able to do by working collaboratively with other student groups, local elected officials, and student leaders, I wanted to be able to continue doing that important work and be able to be an advocate for the students and young professionals who live in District 5. Okay,
0: thank you. Angelita?
2: Yes. So I graduated from high school in Milwaukee and now I'm a student here at UW-Madison. I'm a sophomore. Right now I'm looking at studying Spanish and political science, but nothing set, in stone, so nothing set in stone yet, so I'm just trying to see what I like, see what I don't. And if you would have asked me years ago what I wanted to be when I grow up, I probably would have said a doctor, but I figured out that wasn't for me. I became more interested in addressing issues such as healthcare, affordability, and accessibility. So that's what drew me to policy making in government. Here at UW-Madison, I was able to get involved in student government and ASM. I was blessed to get elected into student council and then eventually elected to chair of University Affairs Committee. It's the grassroots committee that advocates for students at the campus level, frequent students, professors, faculty, staff groups, and administration. And it's been absolutely incredible tackling issues such as mental health, sexual assault, college affordability and accessibility. And now I wanna bring my experiences to the county level. Um, With student government, I've been able to represent students and now I wanna bring my experiences to the county level by tackling different issues, pressuring the community. And I really look forward to this opportunity. It's unlike anything I've done before. So I wanna work with other members within Dane County, other supervisors, to address issues such as affordable housing, homelessness, racial disparities, especially within the criminal justice system and environmental sustainability.
0: Okay. Thank you. Okay. Angelito, you get this question. What do you believe is the overall most important issue the Dane County board will grapple with after the election and how do you intend to work on it?
2: Yes. So one of the biggest issues that I'm running on and that a lot of students have brought up to me, a lot of student activists, is racial equity and inclusion. I know that Dane County um, has been working with different working groups, and they made recommendations with how we need to reform the criminal justice system um, when it comes to alternatives to incarceration and arrest, and the length of stay that incarcerated people should spend in the jail system, and the mental health component, making sure that our jails are humane, that we're treating people like people, So it's very big. I know Dane County is one of the worst places for people of color to be in um, when it comes to incarceration. With masculine incarceration, it's a big problem, especially here in Madison. Um, And it's been incredible working with other student activists on our campus and making sure that these recommendations made by the work groups are being implemented over the next couple of years. and I'm really looking forward to that opportunity to lead Dane County's efforts to address racial equity and inclusion.
1: Thank you. Haley? Uh, the issue that I have also heard most often when talking to other students when I'm out doing DOORS is looking at Dane County's appalling racial disparities. When we're looking at addressing racial disparities in Dane County, we need to be looking at an upstream, downstream model. So making sure that we're doing things like funding more early childhood education, but then also at the same time looking at alternative sentencing, looking at jail reform, um, looking at the criminal justice system as a whole. Uh, Some of the county working groups have recommended collecting better, robust data collection so that we can really tackle the racial disparities in Dane County, knowing what the problems that we're facing are more clearly and making sure that we're addressing all of Dane County's racial disparities through an equity lens. One of the things that I'm glad to see that the county has done and I would love to see it continue doing is county-funded equity positions. For example, there's a reentry coordinator that was just recently hired or given the ability to be hired in the last budget. And I'd love to see more things like that just because having someone's full-time job be addressing racial disparities is something that's just so important looking at both how Dane County and Wisconsin are situated um, and just how appalling racial disparities are.
0: Okay, thank you. Okay, Haley, you get this one. The opening of the Dane County Homeless Resource Center appears to be stalled. How do you believe the county should prioritize the work on resolving the roadblocks and, are getting, and getting a shelter opened?
1: Yes, I'm glad that you brought that up just because a day warming shelter is a top priority for me. Uh, the day warming shelter right now, there are folks in the community uh, that have concerns over the location and whether or not it could have a negative impact on their community. One of the things that we need to make sure folks know is that this is a day resource center and not an overnight shelter. So many of the problems that folks are worried about, you know, are not applicable to this. So just making sure that community members are aware of what's going on. And then also advertising the kind of resources that a day resource center or day warming shelter could provide. Uh, day warming shelter is a place where someone can go and charge their cell phone or Go make sure that they have a place to take a shower before they head to a job interview. We're having access to the Internet so that they can be connected up with, you know, a variety of resources to address Um, you know, being connected up with mental health counseling or drug counseling. So making sure the community members both know what is going on and, you know, what value it has, but then also making sure that they're aware that some problems, well, not necessarily problems, but, you know, some issues that might be associated with an overnight shelter are not going to be applicable for a day-warming shelter. Okay, thank you. Angelita?
2: Yes, and with homelessness, it's an issue that a lot of students have brought up especially being here at the UW-Madison campus area. It's something that we see every day and something that I very care about and something that we need to prioritize as we move forward. I believe a day shelter is an awesome first step. I was excited when I heard about it. And we really need to move past these different roadblocks, these different things that are stalling us because a day shelter provides the resources that a lot of homeless men, women, and children need to get back up on their feet so they can live their lives rather than rather than just surviving. And I think it's a really important investment making sure that we're allocating appropriate funds so that these people can um, receive the help to different counseling, whether that's mental health or different substance abuse that these people need so they can move forward. And when it comes to location, I think it's a good first step. Um, it's on a busy street so it allows people to access the bus routes to get around the area, looking for different trainings, finding job opportunities as well. And I think it's important to know that that the, com- the community members of the location, um, it's, it's in our best interest that everyone does well, no matter what people's backgrounds are, because homelessness is a key issue that we need to push forward, something that I'm really willing to lead Dane County's efforts on.
0: Okay, thank you. Now you get the next question. There are competing proposals and frictions between the Dane County Board and the County Executive over the use and redevelopment of the Alliant Energy Facility and ground. What do you believe should be the, the priorities in this matter?
2: Yes. So I understand that the Alliant Energy Center needs redevelopment. As we move forward, it's been a big issue. A lot of people are talking about this and I know that there have been delays going on. Are different conflicts between the county board and the county executive. I think it's an important investment um, as long as we're funding it for the right reasons, of course. I know that there are different studies being done and new ones being conducted recently on the economic impact of funding and further investing in the Lion Energy Center. So that's definitely something I wanna look into because if it could generate revenue to allow more funding for health and human services, then this is something that we should push forward.
0: Okay, thank you, Haley.
1: Yeah, when you said, like, what's going to be one of the most difficult challenges coming up, I almost said that the Alliant Energy Mm -hmm. Center, just because I've heard over and over again, it's probably going to be one of the bigger issues that I might be dealing with. Uh, With the Alliant Energy Center, uh, personally, I want to see the results of the studies that are being done right now as to, you know, what is the best proposal for the Alliant Energy Center. Um, The and then also looking at you know, the, the conflict that you mentioned that is there right now, I think a lot of that is gonna end up being resolved when we see the results of the new study that is going to come out. And I think that for me, you know, making sure that we're representing you know, not just the best, and just because this is really outside of District 5, um, making sure that I'm representing the values of the folks that are in district will be a number one priority when I see the results of the study.
0: Okay, thank you. Haley, you get this one. What do you identify as contentious issues between Dane County and local municipalities, and what do you see as the best way for the board to facilitate solutions?
1: I think that, you know, just finding areas where there's cross-cutting jurisdiction um, is probably an area where there can be conflict, you know, between the county and different municipalities, Um, especially if you're dealing with rural areas which might have different priorities that – than some of the rest of the county board might. Um, so just making sure that you have all the players at the table, that everyone's voices are being heard, and that you're trying to address conflicts um, in a way that is data-driven and then also make sure that everyone voices, everyone's voices are heard. And also when you're looking at cross-jurisdictional um you know municipalities making sure that both the county and that municipality are able to you know share cost saving and cost burden on you know more contentious issues.
0: Okay, thank you. Angelica.
2: Yes, I think it's important that the cities, the different municipalities and the county work together in addressing different issues because oftentimes municipalities towns and everything try to work separately from how the county functions, but I think it'd be best if we push forward different interests when it comes to um, collaborating on different issues. And I think that's something that we need to really work on as we move forward Um, in order to become more effective in addressing these different issues, like for example here in the city of Madison, um, when it comes to addressing affordable housing, making sure that we're funding, we have our priorities straight, and that we're working together funding resources that allow different residents of the county and of the municipalities to thrive, to make sure that they're doing well off. And it's something that we, work, need, that we definitely need to work on as we move forward.
0: Okay, thank you. Okay, Angelito. What personal quality distinguishes you from your opponent that will make you the best representative for your constituents in the Dane County Board?
2: My experiences are what separate me I mentioned this earlier, but my involvement within student government, it, it's been awesome representing students and tackling these different tough issues that face us. Issues that press us um, from administration, and from the university, and all, all of these experiences, my experience of the grassroots organizing um, with different student groups and organizations and community members, these will translate perfectly onto the county board. Um, with District 5, it's a unique district um, with the boundaries and everything, and it's been incredible getting different perspectives, talking to people about the issues they care about. And my experiences within student government will be able to allow me to thrive on the county board so I can talk about issues that other people aren't talking about, so I can bring up the perspectives of my constituents.
1: Okay, thank you. Haley. Before I graduated in May, I was the chair of UW-Madison College Democrats. As chair, I had the opportunity to work with, you know, with different campus leaders, elected officials, and work on bringing together all the players that were necessary to address cross-cutting issues that were affecting campus. So, you know, everything from the UW system cuts to getting folks from the LGBT Campus Center to come to a training on inclusion and diversity. In my experience, what I've been able to do is work collaboratively to achieve results that made sure that we were bringing all the players to the table and being somebody who facilitated change. I'm hoping to bring my leadership and collaborative experience to the board if I do end up getting elected. And the reason I have the endorsements that I do is not because I was able to do everything that I was part of by myself, but because I worked collaboratively to achieve change. Yeah,
0: thank you this question's for you. Which board committees do you believe you should serve on and why?
1: I've um, looked at the Committee on the Environment um, just because I know that that is a really pressing issue um, for folks in District 5. All of Lake Mendota is in District 5. And uh, another committee that I've looked at actually refers back to one of your earlier questions, which is the City-County Liaison Committee, just because the downtown districts in the city of Madison um, do have much more, you know, cross jurisdictional areas than some of the rest of Dane County does. And those are the two I've heard most often um, as being areas that this particular district could, you know, have some unique opportunities in. Yeah, okay,
2: thank you, Angelito. A committee that I'm very much interested in is PP and J, um, making sure that the judicial part of Dane County is moving forward in the right direction. As I brought up earlier, the criminal justice system is very much in need of reform, and that's where I want to prioritize my time. Um, if hopefully I'm elected, with these two years moving forward. I really want to implement these recommendations to make positive change, to address and to tackle the underlying issues of racial disparities of racial equity here in Dane County.
0: Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, the next question is what is another issue not previously discussed that you believe needs your involvement as a uh, County board supervisor and why?
2: Another big issue that I really want to address, is environmental sustainability. I know, with the different lakes and waterways in Dane County, oftentimes they've been ne- neglected. In particular, there are different runoffs that enter the that enter the streams um, with agriculture. Phosphorus, in particular, contributes to the algae bloom, which is dangerous. It's toxic to our health, and this is something that we see on our campus with Lake Mendota. Um, students, we get warnings about entering the water stream. We can see it, we can smell it and I think we have a duty to clean up the lakes and waterways, not just for us but for people to follow. It's something I really want to prioritize as well and there's a lot that we can do as we move forward.
1: Thank you. Looking at the issue of affordable housing, um, looking at both you know the city-county partnership, unaffordable housing, and how it you know it impacts the downtown district. I was just last week talking to someone about the impacts of affordable housing um, on campus. Looking at housing insecurity, Um, it's usually not just students, but also you know tying back to the issue of homelessness earlier. So making sure that you know we're expanding affordable housing policy, but then. Also, beyond the city-county partnership on affordable housing, but then additionally looking at, for students specifically, the Dane County Board, you know, funds tenant rights organizations. And tenant rights organizations are one of the few ways that, um, you know, the county board can affect uh, housing policy on campus just because groups like the Tenant Resource Center and Community Action Coalition provide resources to renters and since students are primarily renters, making sure that folks who are, you know, in transient populations have the resources that they need um, to, you know, balance between tenants and landlords. So looking at, you know, housing through those, you know, cross cutting issues of dealing with affordable housing for folks who are facing a housing insecurity, but then also looking to campuses specifically how, you know, we can creatively address housing on campus
0: okay thank you well we're now at the end of my questions, so it's up time for your closing statements Haley we start with you have a minute for a closing
1: statement first I just like to thank you so much for setting this up tonight and uh, giving me the opportunity to talk more about what the Dade County Board does I am running for a county board because students need an advocate that they can count on as the young professionals who live in the downtown community. You know, no matter who is the next, you know, president or governor, you know, we really need someone who is part of this community who we can really work with to get things done. For me, having had the opportunity to work collaboratively you know, with different student leaders and elected officials, I want to bring my passion, expertise, and leadership experience to the board if I do end up getting elected, and I would love to earn your vote April 5th if you're someone who lives in District 5. No, Thank you.
2: Angelito? I'm blessed to have this opportunity. I've said this before, but running for public office is unlike anything I've done before, so it's been very cool reaching out to different constituents, community members in District 5 and Dane County as a whole, learning about the issues that they care about, what they feel need to be addressed. And it's been such a learning experience. It's very exciting. And I believe that my experiences um, throughout my college career here at UW-Madison and how i worked with other different student organizations and different committee members, being a representative of student government, I'll be able to bring my experiences to the county level um, to address these different issues that that we all care about, that I care about um, as we move forward. Because I know Dane County does have a lot of problems, and they really need to be addressed. And I look forward to this opportunity, and it's very exciting leading up to April 5th. So thank you so much again for having us. Thank you to League of Women Voters for setting up this opportunity, and I'm really excited for this. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And I want to thank both the candidates and the audience for watching. Um, We're now done with this segment of the uh, Know Your Candidates. I want to encourage everybody to vote April 5th. And uh, if you want to know more about the candidates that are running, we have a publication called Candidates' Answers. Uh, It's on our website, uh, lwvdanecounty.org. It's also published in Isthmus. I think it's going to be the Thursday before the election uh, for those who want to see it. And I want to thank you very much, City, Ca- uh, City Channel, for um, this program. And please vote. <laughs>